0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Power Man Podcast. My name is Rory Potcat, and I am, as always, your very humble host. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. You know I appreciate your time. I know that uh, in this world that we live in today that uh, finding time to sit down and you know enjoy a podcast or do something uh, for personal development or anything that might help you is uh, always last. I understand that's last in line. I understand taking care of everybody else comes first. I support that 100%. Which is why I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to uh, you know either watch or listen to what I have to say tonight. Uh, it means a lot. So thank you all for your support, and let's get rolling. Um, got an important topic tonight that I want to talk about. Uh, I've been talking about this subject in a lot of different venues, um, you know, in some groups, things like that. Um, pardon me. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta love this weather. It's absolutely destroying my voice. I probably should be laying in bed someplace, uh, you know, Nyquil in hand, feet up, um, you know, trying to sweat it out. But that's not how we do things at Power Man, you know. Here we uh, we power up and uh, we power on. So uh, we are fueled, however, by our favorite beverage. <clears throat> I love that man. Um, if you're a friend of the program, you know we're drinking. That's right, it's Freedom Hill Coffee. You can reach them at Freedom Hill Coffee on Instagram, at Freedom Hill Coffee, all one word, on Instagram. They're fantastic. They brew a wonderful cup of joe. It's deep, dark, rich, beautiful, bold, just like my wife, just the way I like it. Hot, too. So, on top of everything else, they help veterans, which is why I support them. So, boom, here we go. One more sip of that awesome beverage. Let's get rolling. Here we go whole lot to do and not a lot of time to do it in kind of the story of our lives. Right, gentlemen? Today, I want to talk to you about something, uh, something near and dear to all of our hearts. It's called leadership. All right. And every time you turn around, someone's throwing out the word, you know, lead. Someone's putting out there, lead this, lead that, lead yourself, lead your wife, lead your children, lead your family, lead your team, lead your business. Now, None of that's wrong, okay? But there are a lot of different definitions out there, okay? And, you know, there are some people who will say, hey, you've got to lead yourself first. Don't have any kind of a problem with that. There's some people who say, hey, you know, forget about yourself. Sacrifice for those people that you love. you got to lead other people first. Totally understand that too. Fact of the matter is, there are lots of different ways to lead, lots, tons, and uh, we're going to talk about a few of those today. the uh, The title of the podcast comes from you know basically what I view as the theme today. All right, and uh, apologize for all the shaking, you know, here on YouTube. I'm still trying to find a different way to set this up so that every time I move my coffee, I'm not you know shaking my picture. But we're not not quite there yet. So we're working on it. And um, a lot of you, I'm sure, have heard of uh, John Maxwell. Okay. He put out a bunch of different books, but one of them that I loved was the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. It's a small book. It's a quick read. It's powerful. Very powerful. If you're a man, if you're a husband, if you're a father, if leadership is something that you, you know, want to focus on. Maybe you need help with it. Maybe you struggle with it, you know, but if it's something you want to focus on, that is a book that I recommend to the nth degree. I think you should pick it up tomorrow and just start gobbling it up. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. All right. But the idea is that if you think you're leading and nobody's following, you really just take it a walk. That's from his book. It's one of my favorite quotes. I've probably used that thousands of times since I read that thirty years ago, twenty years ago, eh, twenty years ago. When you're my age, uh, all the decades kind of blend in. <laughs> so, um, I think that's a powerful statement because a lot of times <clears throat> we think that we're leading. We think we're leading our wives. We think that we're leading, uh, you know, our relationship. We think that we're doing what we're supposed to do. That we're carrying our end of the of the load. That we're handling our responsibility. Um, we feel like we're we're leading, you know, our wives and ourselves to a place where we want to go. But if your wife's not following, then you're just talking to taking a walk. You're not really leading. Same thing goes for your kids. If you think you're leading your kids and you're, you know, whether you're telling them, you're showing them whatever it is. And like I said, there's lots of different ways to lead. But you know, if you turn around and realize that they're not paying any attention to you at all, that they're not actually following you, then you're not leading. And I think that's the thing in terms of the definition about leading that matters so much to me. Leading is a two-way street. Leading requires the participation of the leader and the lead. And without both, you have neither. It's the symbiotic relationship. And if you think about it, it's 100% true, 100% of the time. I mean, we have leaders right now that think they're leading, you know, at the government level and the the social level out in the marketplace and people aren't following. So are they really leading? My answer to that is no. Now, how do you go about being one of the people who's actually leading? How do you get to that point? Well, there's a few ways. I'm going to go over them quickly. I don't want this to be a long, you know, uh, a long sermon today. The first thing and the easiest thing, okay, and the one that comes up the most is lead by example. My uh, my oldest son has always led by example. Um, he was not a big rah rah guy. You know, when he played sports, he wasn't like the guy that pulled everybody together and delivered the, you know, the speech. You know what I mean? He was the guy that went out. He worked the hardest in practice. When they ran wind sprints, he was the first guy in his group. And if he wasn't, he was trying to be. When it got to the you know the weight room, he was pushing harder than anybody else, going for his PRs. You know, he never missed a practice because that's how you lead. And if he's going to every single practice, then all the other guys are going, man, this kid's going to all these practices. I need to go to these practices. You know? But he was never a big rah-rah guy. Maybe you're like that. Maybe you lead by example, you know, in your family, in your marriage. You want to work on you. You want her to work on her, right? Together, you want to work on each other. You want to work on yourselves as a couple and as individuals. So you lead by example. You go to therapy. You go to a men's group. You try to get better. You try to become a better man today than you were yesterday. You do your part. But are you really leading by example? You see, setting an example is great and it's important, but it's not the only thing. You can be setting the example and have your wife not understand that you're leading, that you're leading her towards getting better for her. That you're leading her and yourself as a couple towards becoming better as a couple. So leading by example is a great start, but it's not to be all end all. And that's why when you say, you know, you got to work on you, that's great. That's a part of leadership, but that's not all there is to it. There's a lot more to leading your family, your relationship, your marriage. Leading by example, number one. Number two, you can lead by words. I mean, hey, speeches are great. You know, my youngest son, he did, number one, he led by example, but he also added in. He, you know, gave speeches. I mean, they lost their second game of the year uh, back in his senior year of football to a bunch of guys that they never should have lost to. And he took the whole team and himself and the coaching staff to task. Right there in the locker room. He was like, we got outplayed. I got outplayed. We got beat, all of us. We got outcoached. We cannot let this happen again. You know what I mean? He, <laughs> he laid it down, drew the line. There wasn't anybody in that locker room that didn't understand exactly where that young man was coming from. But is that the whole thing? Is that leading all by itself? You can talk to your wife, you can talk to your kids, you can, you know, work on your family, your relationship, and you can sit down and have the, the intimate talk, the family meeting, you know, you can talk about, you know, what's your high and your low for the day, right? You can talk about, um, you know, Hey, this is our, the physical part of our relationship. And this is what I'd like to see. What would you like to see? You know, what do you enjoy? This is what I enjoy. What do you really dislike? This is what I dislike. You know what, let's try to meet in the middle and, and be happier. You can have all the talks in the world and they help and they're part of it. But having the talks doesn't necessarily mean you're leading. You still need a leader and someone being led. You can lead by giving love. You can lead through giving. You can provide Love, you can shower her with kisses and affection, um, servitude. You can do the dishes, you can do the laundry, you can clean the house. These are all good things. Okay, you guys all remember that book, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, right? You know, that guy came up with the whole idea of you got to make deposits into your emotional bank account. Okay, you can't withdraw from that bank account if you hadn't made any deposits into it pretty profound. So like I said, you know, a couple of podcasts ago, you got to be first. If you're going to lead and you're trying to lead by offering and giving love and, you know, servitude. Great. Try that. Go that route. You got to go first. And somehow through the other aspects of leading, either by example, through words, so on and so forth, you got to make sure that that person is being led. So it's still not the entire equation. What brings it all together, and this is my philosophy as I sit here, as the host and the author of Power of Man, When you access your inner power, when you become a powerful man, a powerful husband, a powerful father, when you realize that you have that power inside of you, you can lead as the uncompromising man. You can lead as the confident man. You can lead directly. And you can lead with purpose. There's a lot that goes into that. It's based on attitude. It's based on power. It's based on certainty. No effective leader ever went to his troops and said, I want you to do this, this, and this. That sound okay? Are you in? He went in and he said, listen, I want to get us all out of this. I want to win this battle. I want to do whatever it takes. This is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. This is where we're going to end up. Let's go. I'm going to lead. I'm going to take the lead. I'm going to go first. And when you're ready, you come on. That's what you got to do. I want you on board here it's time to go. Be resolute. Be steadfast. Be a leader. I'm going to tell you something about your wife and kids. And a lot lot of wives won't want to hear this, but if they think it through, they're probably going to agree. Most of our wives want us to lead. Most of our wives want us to step up. Now that doesn't mean being selfish. That doesn't mean, oh, my needs are going to get met, period. Look, everything is a two-way street, even leading. You can't lead if no one's going to follow. We already talked about that, but being resolute, being strong, stepping the hell up is what most wives want their husbands to do. I guarantee you it's what kids want their fathers to do. And if we're falling short on those things, guys, I'm telling you right now, we're we're the ones that are gonna pay the price. When you don't step up and lead because, oh, I don't want to offend anybody, or you know, you think you're leading, but you're really just being selfish and saying, you know, this is what I want. This is what I want done. <laughs> it's only half the equation. Just like leading. Leadership is taking people where they want to go, showing them how to get there, providing the path, providing the motivation, providing them the the way, the means, the method, and leading them there to a place they want to go. Forcing them there with ultimatums, that's not leading. Being selfish and saying, my needs matter more than yours, not, not leading. Remember, two sides to it, leading with certainty, leading as the uncompromising man. This is my family. This is my relationship. This is my job. Okay. My job, my duty to do this. And you know, I hear very often, well, I told them what I want and they won't do it. then you're not leading. You're ordering. What do they want? Maybe you live without what you want. Give them what they want and go first. With the understanding that at some point, this is where I want this to go. I'm willing to set the example. I'm willing to lead by example. I'm willing to lead through speeches and talking and and action. And this is where I want to go. And this is where we're going. And on the way there, if I need to prove my part first, I will. I'll go first. And I'm not just going first expecting something in return. I'm going first because it's the right thing to do. Because it's my job. It's my duty. And gentlemen, when you take a stance like that, When you take that kind of a positive, firm, uncompromising stance about your life. When you allow yourself to have the confidence, to have the faith in your own power like that. You're going to be amazed, number one, at how you feel. You're going to feel bulletproof, telling you right now, without a doubt. You're also going to be amazed at the reaction you're going to get. And that doesn't mean the immediate reaction. That means the reaction over time. Because leading isn't just a sprint. Leading your relationship, leading your marriage, leading your family, that's not a short-term gig. Leading... Is long term. It's the long game. And sometimes, guys, we have to make a whole bunch of deposits into the emotional bank account before we can make any withdrawal at all. But as long as everybody involved understands the expectation that at some point there is going to be a withdrawal, maybe not today. But someday, it's amazing how things go down that road. I've watched it. I've seen it succeed. I've seen too many men fail who don't follow this. And I've lived it in my own life. There have been times in my own life Where for one reason or another, I felt either unable, incapable, or not worthy of leading. And it was during those times that my relationships with my wife, with my children, suffered the most. When I look back at my life and I look at the times when... My relationships, my businesses, when you know everything in my life suffered the most, it always correlates to a point where I was unable, unwilling, or unworthy to lead, and every time it was cured by the same thing, realizing that I am a powerful man, that I'm a powerful husband, that I'm a powerful father, that I have that power in me. Realizing that God made me with a purpose and made me for a reason. He gave me the wife and the family that I have for a reason. And at some point you have to stop shirking your responsibility, guys, and you have to lead. You've been chosen for it. If you weren't, you wouldn't have the wife and the kids that you have. It's not an accident. Guys, you need to be steadfast. And at times you need to be uncompromising. You need to be logical, but you need to be passionate in your logic. You need to go first. You need to be the first one busting through the wall. And it's going to hurt. I mean, when you fall and you crash and you hit those rocks, it's going to hurt like hell, boys. But when you get up, you dust yourself off and you look around and you realize that the people you love are following because you're leading, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed that you're still standing and you're standing proud. I hope this is getting to some of you guys because it's just not as simple as give a good speech. It's not as simple as having a talk. It's not as simple as leading by example. And it's just simply not as simple as, you know, improving yourself and hoping everybody else will come along for the ride. Especially if they don't know that that's what the expectation is. Leading is the whole basket. Leading is the whole enchilada. It's all of it together. Together. And it needs to be communicated in all of those ways. It needs to be accompanied by your power. I hope somebody is hearing this tonight that needs to hear it. And hey, this is just my opinion of some, you know, humble, big Italian guy. But I've lived it. I've lived the good, the bad, and the ugly in this. Every single time, I trace it all back to my ability and my willingness to lead. I figured it out, and I believe that you can too. You are worth it. Your family's worth it. You, your family, your wife, your kids, you're all worth it. Putting in the work. You're worth going first and taking the hit. You're worth making the sacrifice. Maybe you're not getting everything you want today, but you know what? If you're leading towards that point, you will. Give your wife, give your family what they want, give them the security. Let them feel safe. Let them know that you've got this. And sacrifice your your short-term pleasures for your long-term goals. That's never been more important in any other endeavor than it is right now talking about your wife and your children. And I know you can do it. You got to want it. And you got to believe it until next time.